following are the words of Noel DiGirolamo, president of the Suffolk County Police Benevolent Association. Police officers are already being targeted for assassination. Releasing their personal information to criminals will only further endanger them. Stand with law enforcement. Defend the police. Your Island, live and local, with your host, Tom Shalero on 103.9 LI News Radio. And again, welcome back as we're moving right along, heading up to the 2 o'clock hour, folks. Just been a great a Monday with so much going on out there. Now, just what I told you, just when we thought it was safe to get away from voting and campaign literature and campaign signs, it's back again. And it's always a great thing because it keeps us active and so on. There's going to be a special election for a town clerk in the largest township on the planet. And I'm talking about the town of Brookhaven. I'm exaggerating just a little bit. But uh, geographically, the largest township on Long Island. And I have one of its councilmen, and that's Councilman Kevin Laval, a member of the uh, Brookhaven Town Board, seeking higher office, and he's going to tell us all about it. Ken Laval, how are you, my friend? Doing very well, Tom. How are you doing today? Kevin Laval, Kevin Laval. <laughs> I'm doing well, Kevin. Doing well. Yeah, you're, that's you're, right. It happens all the time. As long as the voters get Laval right in the voting booth, I'm, I'm good with it. <laughs> it it's, such, it's you know, I, I have to tell you, though, the Laval name is such an important name in, in Suffolk County politics. I mean, uh, there's been a commitment by your family. I think your cousin was the state senator. Am I right about that? And um, yeah, uh, yeah. And, and your brother was the supervisor of the town of Brookhaven, the party chairman, uh, very close to the we're very close to the Trump administration and so on. So I think that that's a, that's a part of a positive in the sense it shows a commitment, uh, a civic commitment by your family. Is that is that am I right about that, uh, Kevin? Well, well, you can't you can't forget my dad, who was a veteran in the army. He served our country, and certainly my mom, who raised five children, was president of PTA. So you know, not only this is a big commitment in my family, serving our community, our and our country is something that's very deep rooted in my family uh, from top to bottom, and uh, it's something that you know being involved in making sure our community grows and becomes a better place in various different ways is something that's very important in my family. And, and being a leader within the community is something else that's very important in my family, too. And, and it's quite, quite evident in the name Laval, and I think uh, all of you should wear that. I'm sure you do very proudly uh, to, to the uh, the service that have, you, you've done just to the people of, of Suffolk County. And now with your dad, you're telling me, uh, with the people of, of this country uh, as a veteran, I, and I feel that way about uh, all the veterans. Now, uh, you are a member of the Brookhaven Town Board. Some people may call that a part-time job. I don't because I've been speaking to all of you, and you guys work like crazy uh, doing what you do for, the again, which is the largest uh, geographic township on Long Island. Uh, but you are seeking an office. There is a vacancy. Uh, I'm telling this to the folks out there in the office of town clerk. Very important position. Now, that's town-wide. Uh, what are the plans now? First of all, you've been used to running in a council district, which is a lot smaller than running in the town, the entire town of Brookhaven. Now, what are the plans in order to get you out there so people get to know all about what you stand for as you run for this position? Well, I can tell you the last couple of weekends, I, I can tell you about the weather, how cold it's been, because that's what I've been doing. I've been going to community events from Center and Riches to, you know, all the way out in Lake Grove, from east to west, and, you know, from uh, Patchogue to Fort Jeff, from uh, north to south throughout the township, uh, you really get to learn that uh, it is not a small township. We are the largest township 
geographically in New York State. Uh, but you know, you have to get out there. You got to get out to these community events. You have to go door to door. And, you know, it's been fortunate. It's a weird time of year to run. You know, you're running through Christmas, but there's been so many great events throughout, uh, the whole town, whether it's, uh, Christmas tree lighting. I was in Santa Mauritius this past weekend at, uh, their, uh, bike parade, which was amazing. Uh, and just bouncing around. That's the biggest thing is talk to, talk to residents. Whether it's going door to door, going to community events, talking to them about what the clerk's office does, what my vision for the clerk's office is moving forward. And, you know, that, that's the key is getting that message out there and making sure I connect with voters and they understand it's a weird election date, January 17th. You know, when was the last time we had an election in Brookhaven in January? Uh, so just getting that word out there, but you know what? I'm not going to stop. We have a little less than 40 days to go. I'm going to stay out there on the streets and uh, do everything I can to uh, win this race. If you're just joining us, we're speaking with Kevin Laval. Kevin is the candidate for town clerk January 17th. And I know many of you are raising your eyebrows and saying, we're voting again. If you live in the town of Brookhaven, uh, there is a special election. We always, As you know, what we do on this program, folks, is we, we talk about voting and how important it is. And I think this race is just as important as any other race because it's all part of how uh, government operates and so on. And, and you know, Kev, uh, Kevin, you mentioned uh, your vision for this office. First of all, is there a night and day difference between being a councilman and a town clerk? Uh, yes, there is. There, there, there really is. Uh, the staffing level at the clerk's office, over 20 employees that, that are there that you're working with, uh, and very different responsibilities, to say the least. You know, on the town council side, certainly you're working with residents, but, you know, you're working on legislation. You're working on land use. With the clerk's office, it's a lot of managing and protecting our records, uh, working with our IT department. I, I don't have to tell you, you know, you, you, everybody in Suffolk County is seeing what happened with the hack and how information was penetrated within the county. You know, it's critical in the clerk's office. That's one of the responsibilities of the clerk to maintain our records securely, but also be able to uh, give those records to residents efficiently in a quick manner it, when they need to access them. So that's a big look, a big difference between the two. It's a lot of management, making sure things are going correctly, protecting records in the, in the clerk's office. So it, it is a big difference. It's a different challenge, but I'm really, it's one that I'm really looking forward to taking on. Now, we had a recent cyber attack. Well, many county officials come onto this program uh, quite a bit, and uh, they were lamenting on, on the on what they had to go through with the recent countywide cyber attack that took place. Now, you're going to correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think it was uh, really uh, felt the effects within the town level, but you'll, you'll correct me. But I, I guess the next question that a lot of people, I just got texted a question, that uh, if you are so successful on January 17th, is that something that you're going to put in the whole uh, diagram of what, what you hope to do is what do we do or how do we prevent it? Because there is, there is some name calling right now in a very polite way that uh, maybe this could have been prevented, this recent cyber attack, because we're still hearing more about it. But on a town level, is there any protections in place or what you would actually institute as, as the new town clerk? Well, this, uh, this hack did affect the township. In a couple different ways. Number one, uh, you know, mortgage tax that gets collected, uh, we were not getting 
you know, the checks that we would get for mortgage tax, collecting that. So it affected our budget. Not that we're really in a bad way here in the town of Brookhaven, but it certainly affected that transfer. And certainly with our vacant house registry, you know, before we go down and, you know, we, you know, I give my colleagues on the board and supervisor remain a lot of credit, our knockdown registry where we've been going out and knocking down these zombie homes. We've had to delay a lot of those public hearings because we can't get the final title clearance on those knockdowns to be able to move forward with public hearings. So some of those communities that, that have been waiting years to see some of these houses come down now have to wait another extra few months. Uh, so that's a couple of ways that the county hack has affected the town. As far as security goes on the town level, we've been very fortunate because we have kind of... Uh, been a little bit of a head of the curve in a lot of ways. Uh, currently, you know, we always talk about, I think you heard this with the county, they had, they were housing their servers in-house and then they had security personnel that were overlooking their servers and you know, it, it, we're going to get to the bottom of that. I'm sure Anthony Ciccarello, uh and the legislative committee that's looking into the hack will really get into the bottom of what's going on. But kind of Brookhaven, many years ago in our budget, made a multi-million dollar commitment to move all of our records from in-house servers to move them to the cloud. Just last year, all of our records were finally uploaded into the cloud. There are servers that are, are in a secure location uh, that is maintained. We're protected by Microsoft security. Uh, we are the only municipality in Suffolk County to be fully uploaded and uh, integrated into the cloud. Um, so we've really started that policy of making sure we have the best protection possible here in Brookhaven. There's no way you can 100% say you can't get hacked, but having everything in the cloud protected by Microsoft, we're doing everything we can do already right now uh, as far as that goes. As far as other technology that I'd like to see implemented in the town clerk's office, I'd like to upgrade our technology that our employees work on that help, help provide information out to uh, the residents of our town. I think there's some ways that we can look at that, uh, that technology and be, make it a little bit simpler for our employees to do their job and be able to provide the information to residents in a uh, safe and efficient manner. Um, so, yeah, I, I think they're, they're looking at it. I think we are ahead of the curve, but we have to continue to push forward, continue to look at technologies that are out there, to make sure that our records are protected uh, from anybody trying to hack it. Town clerk in the town of Brookhaven. And, of course, we're all looking at the year 2023, and uh, that's a local election. There's, a, there's I think, the town of Brookhaven has uh, some council members up, maybe the supervisors up here again. Uh, but in addition to that, the county executive's race is up. And uh, the reason I bring that up with the hacking, even on your level, or running for the town clerk, because I think many people are concerned about that, particularly when the county tells us that there there may have been some uh, 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 breaching of the facts on Social Security numbers, on driver's license numbers, and so on, and credit card numbers. So people are concerned about that, and I see this as a campaign issue coming up, uh, coming up in 2023, which is why I, I, I bring it up with you. And and again, uh, the, your, your answer obviously very very encouraging uh, to see how it's going to. Uh, end up playing itself out getting back to uh your date with destiny is january 17th uh the folks when you go out there i've always said this 
and and I understand and sympathize what you're doing when you travel across the town of Brookhaven, again, we're, we're talking how large it is. I mean, you almost have to pack a lunch when you go from the North Shore to the South Shore. I mean, it, there's just a, a, a big distance there. Uh, do you see a diversity in a population of the people on the South Shore and the people on the North Shore? Because you always hear that uh, from people saying that yes. uh, we, we've got to so give, give us some insight into that, because it's got to be fascinating running town wide. Well, it's very interesting. You know, I've been on the town board now for nine years. I'm finishing up my ninth year. And I talk to my colleagues on the board. And, you know, I do will give my colleagues on the board amazing credit. I I sit on a board with some amazing people, very hardworking team. And just in my district, I represent the third district, which is Center East Selvin, Lake Montaukama, Farmingville, that area in the middle of the island. I always laugh because I'm the only town councilman in the whole town that has no shorefront at all. I have a little touch of Lake Ronkonkoma, but I have, no, you know, neither the Sound or the Atlantic on my borders at all. And the needs of the people in my community are very much different than, say, the needs of Councilman Panico's district out in the Mastic, Shirley, uh, Santa Mauritius area, and certainly with Jane Bonner up on the North Shore in the Mount Sinai, Rocky Point area. Um, and that's what you really see. There are many things, you know, we always talk about taxes that we want to, we are all fighting together to combat and making sure our parks are clean. But you know what? There's environmental issues that go on in areas that, you know, I, I have a very, a very populated area where there's no real open space to buy. But when you start to look out east, there's still hundreds of acres that we're going to purchase. In my district, you know, a big thing is making sure our infrastructure is taking care of our roads are getting paved, working with the highway superintendent. You know, that's an issue throughout the whole town. But in my area, because it's so so densely populated, uh, there really has to be a focus there on making sure roads get done. So it is a very big, diverse town as far as the issues that go on. But uh, I have to say, as a town board over the years, we've really, with our budgeting, have really worked together well uh, to try to manage those issues within each district. And, you know, it's been a great experience now to be at, be able to go out townwide, start to talk to voters about the clerk's office, because I think the clerk's office is something that with the issues that they deal with, death certificates, marriage certificates, birth certificates, building records, you know, these are all things that everybody in the town is concerned about that, you know, when I get the opportunity to be the town clerk, you know, that's something that I think the whole township and the residents here can rally behind is having a clerk that's going to be able to uh, protect the records and make sure we can disseminate those records in an efficient manner uh, to make sure that their lives, they could keep moving along with things that have to get done in their lives. Uh, again, I've always found that the town clerk. Uh, obviously, people will will grade the uh, will will grade the town clerk on constituent services because, as you just said, I don't think there's too many people that don't have some sort of business with the town clerk. So, I, I would ask you this: How do you then provide excellent, excellent uh, community service or constituent services for people that want to use the town clerk's office, but at the same time being fiscally responsible? Because everybody's always concerned about taxes. And by the way, you guys do a great job. Ed Romain, Supervisor Romain, comes on the show all the time. 
time. I tell them this all the time, the ability uh, to keep uh, taxes down and, and to uh, government runs within its means and so on. You've been a part of that. You've done a great job. So has the supervisor, everybody else there. But uh, now that you'll be running an entire office or the town clerk's office, how do you do that? How do you keep fiscally responsible, but at the same time give constituents what they need from the clerk's office? Well, I think it's a two-part mission. You know, I've now worked on nine budgets uh, as a town councilman. I have a great understanding of the budgeting process. Uh, as I said before, and I, I think you just mentioned, yeah, you know, Supervisor Romain uh, certainly sits with all the council people, talks about our needs within our district, and then we sit down as a team, come up with a budget. Uh, obviously, he leads that, that whole push. Um, but we come up with a budget and we try to live within our means as a, as the town clerk, you know, that's something I will be sitting down with, with the supervisor and the town board members talk about the needs that we have within the clerk's office, whether it be new technology to uh, make our uh, clerk's office more efficient or whether it's better security technology that we're going to have to work with our IT department to be able to bring in. I think those are discussions that, we will have and be very open, and I'll be very honest about what the needs of the clerk's office are. And I'm sure the board members will say, hey, here's what we can do this year. This is what we can do this. This is how we can do that. And that's how we've always been able to work out a budget. I think as far as uh, efficiency within the office, I think a big thing that we have to do with the clerk's office, and, you know, I have to give Donna Lent a lot of credit. She was a great town clerk. I sat next to her during every town board meeting and worked with her uh in town government for the last nine years. Uh, I think one of the things we have to do is get a lot more, um, uh, a lot more media coverage and a lot more um, social media coverage about what the town clerk does and how, and what services we provide. I think getting that message out there, making sure people are aware of how you can get services and what goes on. You know, there's certain things people come all the way to town hall to, do certain things where you could simply just do it online or mail it in. You know, one of the things I'd really like to put into effect is uh, I want to go out to all the chambers of commerce. I want to go out to the civic organizations and go talk to them about what the clerk's office provides and how you can get services done and really get that message out there and start to make sure people understand there's ways you can get things done where you, you don't necessarily have to come into the office. So I think on both levels, as far as budgeting and trying to make the office uh, more efficient, you know, that's where some of my experience as a town councilman over the last nine years will really come into play with doing this job. And I think that that certainly uh, hits home to a lot of people. I, I don't think a lot of people realize that if you go to a town board meeting, you actually participate. Now, you, um, again, you will correct me. You no longer will be a voting member of the town board, but you actually participate in the public meetings. Am I correct? Yes. Yes. I will oversee. Uh, basically, with all the meetings, uh, you're, you're there land use wise. Any documents that get put in, I oversee all the votes. Uh, obviously, and uphold all the state and the uh, town rules of each meeting uh, that are set by the town board and also by the state. Certain, certain. So, so I will be a part of the meeting. Obviously, I won't have to be a vote member, but uh, you know, I always laugh because uh, we have Channel 18 over here, and people always do Donna Lent because 
she's on the TV on Channel 18 all the time uh, just because she's calling votes and various other things that are going on. So, you know, everybody always talks about Donna um, because, it, you know, you are active within that within the meeting itself. Seen enough uh, again, Kevin. Before I let you go, Kevin Laval running for the town clerk. Is there a website or a Facebook page that people can learn more about you, contact you, and so on? Do you have that? Absolutely, absolutely. Both my we- my website, my Facebook page. Uh, my website is Laval for clerk, and uh, certainly it's Kevin Laval for clerk on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, we have both of those pages that are up. Don't be confused. I have about 20 pages because, you know, I have my governmental page that I have there, my personal page. But those are the uh, the clerk pages that we have and that they'll be tracking. You know, my Web page is going to be there uh, just talking about who I am, what I'm going what I'm looking to do. And obviously on social media, you'll be able to follow me uh, in my trail all the way through Brookhaven because I've been crisscrossing the town over the last few weeks, getting the word out there. Uh, so you'll be able to see some of those things I've been doing and uh, some of the things I, I'm looking to do in the future. And we're looking forward to having you on again before January 17th. Once again, Kevin Laval running for town clerk. Kevin, thank you very much. We'll talk to you again soon. Okay, we're going to take... No, it's uh, 2 o'clock. We're not going to take a short break. 2 o'clock hours upon us. Everybody have a good day, safe day, happy day. See you all tomorrow. Our longing to stray.